everyone. Welcome, uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, it's a, uh, a very, a very special week in, uh, the world of superheroes, uh, because Captain Marvel comes out this Friday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, then you already have, uh, Captain Marvel, so congratulations. I hope you're enjoying your, your better world. Um, but, uh, here when we're recording this, Captain Marvel comes out this Friday, uh, March 7th, March 8th, um, and so, uh, because of that, we are gonna talk about Carol Danvers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna learn all about her. Um, it's, uh, it's gonna be kind of a wild ride. I bet. Yeah. Um, uh, you know how all, uh, all female characters we ever talk about, there's usually some, uh, extremely whack shit going on somewhere (laughs) in there. Um, there's some, there's some whack some whack nonsense going on with Carol. Um, but, uh, so Carol's introduced as a side character, uh, to Marvel's Captain Marvel, (laughs) um, which is distinct, uh, from DC's Captain Marvel, who was, uh, originally from a completely different comic book company, and then DC sued them, because they were like, this character's too much like Superman. Uh, and then they lost the trademark to Captain Marvel because they got sued. Uh, so Marvel was like, oh, we got it, we got it, we got, we got one, we're gonna make one. We have Cap- we made a Captain Marvel, now we made him. Um, except then <laughs> DC acquired the original Captain Marvel, but they didn't have the trademark to him, and then also... Marvel, in order to maintain their trademark on their Captain Marvel, had to be producing Captain Marvel titles at least every two years. Um, so, uh, it was a very, it was a very confusing time. Um, so the original character that Marvel came up with when they, uh, acquired the rights to the name, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, is a, uh, He's, uh, he's an alien. Uh, he's a, a Kree, which is one of the, uh, the big Marvel, uh, alien races. Uh, the Kree and the Skrulls are the two biggest ones. Um, the Kree are, uh, well, they're definitely going to be in the Captain Marvel movie coming up, but, uh, also Lee Pace plays a Kree in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I can't remember if we've seen any other ones. Thanks, Lee Pace. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Lee Pace. Painting yourself blue, going out there. <laughs> um, uh, but so this, uh, this Captain Marvel is a, uh, a, a Kree who is sent to, uh, spy on Earth and, uh, ends up being like, ah, oh, humans are pretty cool. I'm gonna stay here. Um, and, you know, uses his, uh, superpowers to help humanity, uh, has a weird body-switching thing with his sidekick, Rick Jones, um, I mean, all- yeah. it, it's Rick Jones. Yeah, you know, that's just how Rick Jones' life is. Um, and also his name is, uh, his name is 
Marvel, Mar hyphen Vel. So you know it gets it gets it translates very easily into Captain Marvel. Um, uh, one of uh one of the people he meets while he's uh you know in disguise as a regular human uh is uh Carol Danvers uh who I don't know what her ranking is but she's uh she's in the air force uh and she runs this uh uh a military base um and she is uh kind of one of Captain Marvel's you know touchstones to humanity also sort of a love interest um this is in the like the late 60s i think 1968 uh is when she's introduced um so just you know normal you know kind of normal comic book love interest a little bit more exciting cuz she's you know military personnel and not like a secretary yeah um or a reporter which was one of the only other jobs anyone could think for a female character to have um what can women be all right we've got reporters we've got secretaries we've got m- more reporters <laughs> we have so many reporters the journalism industry is really booming <laughs> um but uh she ends up, uh, she, at, at one point during her, uh, her escapades, uh, she ends up caught in an explosion alongside Captain Marvel of this, uh, Kree bomb, you know, this advanced alien, like, Kree explosive, uh, and she gets very hurt, and then, uh, but she's, you know, she survives, um, and then uh I think it's uh it's it's quiet uh for a while on that. Everyone's like, Yep, Carol Danvers, weird explosion. Uh and then in the late seventies, uh she uh they decide that they come up with the idea that uh so what if this explosion uh, somehow, because it's, you know, it's an alien device and it can do whatever we want it to do, uh, what if this explosion, uh, combined her DNA with, uh, Captain Marvel's DNA, uh, and now she has, uh, superpowers. Hell Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so she has a, um, a similar power set uh to uh Marvel Captain Marvel she's which is uh mostly like standard big issue superhero stuff she's super strong uh she's super fast uh she's you know much uh tougher and more agile and has more stamina than the average person um i think she can fly from the beginning, though that might have been added later. Um, and she can also, uh, she can absorb energy and then, like, shoot it out in a, in a beam. Um, which is very cool. Uh, and so she discovers that she has all these superpowers, uh, and she becomes the superhero Ms. Marvel. 
um, which at uh, at the time was kind of a significant thing because it's like the late seventies, um, and the the term Ms is like still associated with like Ms magazine and the feminist movement and is like uh kind of you know an active like reclamation of like oh women aren't defined by their marital status um so that like putting that you know in her superhero name was like intended to be a deliberate like yeah this character is all about you know female empowerment um in 20 20- in 2019, it does sound pretty dismissive. <laughs> but it's okay, because um, she's not Ms. Marvel in 2019. She's not, she's not Ms. Marvel in 2019, so uh, so it's, it's, it's fine. Um, but, uh, so they do, um, so she does superhero activities. Um, they're making a point of, you know, making this feminist statement with this title um, in her, like, civilian identity she like makes a big point about uh women's rights and you know uh equal pay and all of these things that are like you know kind of uh hot button issues um great 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 stuff um her first costume is not good oh no um I'm like I'm looking at a picture now and uh from from the very from the the neck down it's like it's it's great it's got uh long sleeves I think it's got sort of like a a, a scarf um kind of or like a a sash of some sort like around her neck uh red it's got blue gloves it's got uh a similar emblem to the one she has currently where it's kind of a dark blue chevron and then like a big uh yellow star kind of shape right in the middle of her chest um and then uh it kind of just stops just below her chest and then there's a big triangle cut out like across her whole entire like stomach and abdomen area mm. uh and then she has uh, like, dark blue panties, and then her legs are bare, and then she has boots. <laughs> so it's, like, it's very odd. It's, like, extremely, like, they got one-third of the way through, like, a sensible costume, and then they just stopped. Um, which, so, uh, that part's not great. Um, also, uh, not super great is uh so for a few years she's uh she's Ms. Marvel uh she's you know she has her own solo title um she's doing doing great uh doing her best um and then in 1980 uh, I don't like that tone of voice <laughs> No listen uh in 1980 there is a storyline uh that's very very bad um and I'm gonna <laughs> gonna put a uh trigger warning on this. I'm not gonna talk about it in detail uh but just uh skip ahead a little bit if uh sexual assault stuff is really bad um she uh she gets 
kidnapped, uh, and, uh, brainwashed by a supervillain, uh, and he has sex with her, uh, and she gives birth to his child, uh, and then he, uh, she, and then he kidnaps her again. Um, and this happens, this happens, and the, like, the Avengers see this happen, and nobody thinks anything's up. What? Like, they're like, oh, Carol's gone. Oh, Carol's back, and she's pregnant. Oh, Carol's leaving with that guy again. I guess they're a couple or whatever. And it's like, hey! No! For a lot of, like, superheroes who deal a lot with their own bullshit, they do not recognize warning signs in others, do they? Uh, they really, really don't. Um, so, uh, so this is obviously, uh, uh, not, not great to a lot of people. A lot of people are like, I mean, thankfully, like, people are, like, actually recognizing that it's not great. Um, uh, Carol Strickland, who's, like, a, a comic book, like, researcher and historian, like, wrote a whole essay about it and how, like, <laughs> jacked up it was. Um, and, uh, Chris Claremont, uh, who's well known for his work on the X-Men, uh, but who, you know, has also, uh, had also written, uh, Carol, uh, also came in to be like, hey, yeah, that's whack. (laughs) I think that's whack. Um, and then, uh, he takes it upon himself to, uh, to do what he can to make it, uh, a little bit better. Um, he retcons some of that, uh, some of the storyline in one of the, uh, Avengers annuals that he writes. Um, and he has it, uh, um, he has, you know, he, um, he does, he does have the, uh, the Avengers actually realize that they, uh, they they fucked up and Carol gets to go and be like, hey, hey guys, hey, what the hell? Um, which is something. Uh, and then also, uh, as part of this uh storyline, Rogue absorbs uh absorbs her powers, Ms. Marvel's powers, uh, and part of her memory, um. So for a while, Rogue is, uh, is going around with, like, an aspect of, like, Carol's personality just, like, inside her head. Um, and, uh, Carol, uh, without her superpowers, um, still ends up going to space with the X-Men, uh, and gets new superpowers, uh, by bonding with a white hole. Just, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, she, she has a run-in with, uh, another alien race called the Brood, uh, and she ends up, like, able to draw on, uh, on the power of a white hole, um, and, uh, starts using the code name, uh, Binary, <laughs> which, like, <laughs> 
Uh, it's a, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool code name. I can't, <laughs> I can't think about it and not just immediately think gender binary. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> in this year 2019, Yeah, that's, there's a lot of different binaries, but, yeah. uh. <laughs> Listen, that's the one that's kind of on everybody's minds, and it's not a great one. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not my favorite binary. <laughs> No, no. Um, Carol Danvers can be my favorite binary. Um, so Carol Danvers does... should be all of our favorite binary. <laughs> it's extremely true. Um, so she does have these, uh, these very cool, uh, star powers, uh, where she can, uh, manipulate heat and, uh, also electromagnetic energy and, uh, do weird gravity stuff, and I think she can travel at light speed. Um, so that's, uh, that's all pretty good. Uh, but she's not really, um, again, she has, like, an extremely revealing outfit, which is, like, not, like, unusual, obviously, for comic books, but I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> um, and, uh, but uh yeah, she's she's binary for a while. Um she's not a super prominent character. Um she ends up in like uh the early nineties. Um she loses those powers, but she gets her uh normal Ms. Marvel powers back. Um she joins the Avengers. Uh, she starts using the name, uh, Warbird, which is a pretty cool name. Um. Yes. Yeah. Um. Warbird. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, she also, uh, while this is happening, uh, she develops, uh, a problem with alcoholism uh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, and kind of uh kind of goes downhill, uh gets uh gets gets suspended. Uh and then also uh again gets sort of quiet uh on that front. Um is she keeps uh she keeps on as uh warbird for a bit uh she's on she comes back to the avengers um does you know a few various uh cree related things um and uh <laughs> um in the mid 2000s uh kind of starts moving her way back into the mainstream um cuz uh in uh, House of M, which is one of the storylines where, uh, the Scarlet Witch, one of the storylines where Scarlet Witch creates, like, a, you know, a whole new alternate reality. Um, there's, uh, in this alternate reality, she's Captain Marvel, and she's, uh, the most, like, famous popular superhero, uh, on Earth. Uh, and then after that, uh, she gets another, uh, a new Ms. Marvel solo series, um, 
with probably her uh her second most recognizable costume after her current one, which is like uh the black leotard with like the big gold lightning bolts down the front, which is what uh I think what what like Kamala's costume kind of invokes more. Um Yeah. And then the uh the red waist sash, um which is like which is a cool detail, but also it's very like <laughs> this seems inconvenient. Like you fly. Like that thing's gonna come off. It, um she's probably got like a safety pin or some sort of industrial clasp in there where it just looks like it's tied on, but it's like yeah. snapped and then tied over the snap. Yeah, probably. Um, and then like uh high black gloves and high black boots. So, uh, fairly pretty standard, um, by female superhero, you know, standards, um, not terrible, um, and some very good iconic elements in there, um, but nothing that says a whole lot about her as a character, um, but she, uh, she gets, uh, a new solo series. Uh, she plays a pretty big role in the first Civil War. Um, the first Civil War. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, starts, uh, starts being, uh, a pretty major player throughout kind of the mid to late 2000s. And all of the frickin', uh, crossovers that are going on in that time and are still going uh in 2012 kelly sue deconic and jamie mckelvey uh reinvent carol danvers as captain marvel thank the gods thank because this is the point where everyone's like yeah you know ms marvel uh, seems a little bit, uh, dismissive for a grown woman who can lift a car. Yeah, and had been in the military for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, she's in the Air Force, like, y'all. Um, so, uh, Jamie McKelvey is responsible, uh, for finally, 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 uh, coming up with a decent look. Uh, which is the one that I think most people know at this point, um, and the one that obviously the uh, upcoming film is based on, um, which is, you know, the the full body suit, the very, uh, very bright, like, red, blue, and gold primary color elements, um, the big, you know, uh, gold star, the, uh, the, the sash is still there, um, but, uh, her entire body is covered, she looks very powerful, uh, and, like, a little militaristic, but also, like, very, like, classic superhero, um, like, you can't, you can't really have a red, blue, and yellow costume without everybody thinking of Superman a little bit, uh, in, you know, in, in 2019, which I think is very much intentional, um, 
and she has a she has a really cute uh short haircut, which is both fun and practical. Um, and the yeah, hair's ha- like she probably just got tired of flying with long hair. <laughs> yeah, like she's like all in her face. Um, the the hair's changed a few times uh since this redesign. Um, I. I, I like I like the short hair a lot, um, mostly because like honestly like female superheroes are very rarely allowed to have short hair because they're like, well what if they don't look feminine enough, um, but I also like the the longer longer hair is also fine. Brie Larson looks great. Um, this is true. This is true. Brie Larson is uh is is stunning. Uh. But, uh, so, Kelly Sue DeConnick writes this series, uh, that becomes basically the new, like, main touchstone, uh, for the character. Um, uh, it is very cool, uh, strongly recommend it. Um, she spends a lot of time, uh, establishing her, uh, friendships with other women, uh, with other, like, woman pilots, with, uh, other superheroines, uh, she's a great, 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 great friendship, uh, with Jessica Drew, who's Spider-Woman, um, they're excellent, um, yes, yeah, and, uh, extremely, extremely good, um, and, it uh also launches this whole sort of movement um where uh fans of this Captain Marvel series uh label themselves uh the Carol Corps uh which is so good um and become like a very very like tight knit like prominent fan community um and, you know, have a, a lot of, of specific meetups and, like, cosplay groups and all that sort of thing. Um, and it's just really nice. It's just really wholesome and nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, so from, from that point, uh, she's become, um, become Marvel's probably, like, most prominent female superhero of the past few years. And part of that is, I think, partly because, or there's at least some speculation that, uh, they had all, they had wanted a character who they could base uh, a film around, and they've pushed her, like, more and more the past few years. Um, but, uh, I mean, Kelly Sudaconic and Jamie McKelvey did, uh, most of the work on that particular front. Uh, she does, she does play, like, a central role in Civil War II, um, and that's, uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, it's not great. It's this whole thing about how she, like, uh, wants to, like, Minority Report people, is that the, is that the movie? She's like, oh, if we can predict who will do crimes, then we can 
arrest them before they do the crimes. And it's like, well, that's like not, that's not that good. (laughs) It's not a great situation to be living in, uh, Carol. Um, but they, uh, they reimagine her origin story a little in a recent series. Um, and I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's like what's canon now, or if it was just like, here's, you know, a mini series that's a retelling of Carol's origin. Um, but in this, it's like, she's, uh, she's half Cree by birth. Like her mother is Cree. Um, and she still gets in the explosion, but the explosion like activates her latent powers instead of giving her powers. Um, I feel like they're probably like, hey, this explosion thing isn't extremely reasonable. It's not that reasonable. And also her DNA did just get mashed with this other guy's DNA. And it's like, yeah, that's probably, that'll probably do it. Um, and, and now they're like, uh, let's take the DNA bit out of it, kind of, and instead just do... <laughs> Yeah. She's half Cree. She's half Cree. That's yeah. that's fine. That's enough. That's, that's fine. Um and she also has a uh a new current ongoing series uh that I am behind on, but it's only like uh two or three issues in. Um but the first issue that I read uh was very fun. She uh she had a uh a romance with uh James Rhodes, a.k.a. Rhodey, a.k.a. War Machine, um, in the so past. So, War Bird and War Machine. <laughs> it was always meant to be. That's true. Um, and they were sort of, uh, rekindling that, and there was some fun stuff with her and Jessica, uh, obviously, and she has some fun interactions with Tony. Um, it was very good. Um, so... How how do we end up with uh with Captain Marvel being uh Marvel's first ever uh female led film? Cause she's badass. Cause she's badass and she rules. Um, I was reading some um some recent takes on this um where somebody pointed out that like yeah uh, since. You know, Fox has the rights to all of the, uh, female X-Men, who they're not doing anything with, um, but that cuts out, For a second? For a second? I was like, just the women? Yeah, Fox (laughs) They they only have rights to the women. They only have rights to the women. All the dude X-Men are just- who cares? Anybody can have them. Sony has the dudes. Sony gets the dudes. They, They split them. Um, but yeah, Fox has the rights to all of the X-Men, including the female X-Men, who they (laughs) have not really, uh, done a whole lot with, uh, I would, I would tend to, I feel like, like, Laura in Logan is, like, the one who gets, like, like, the, 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 the female X-Men character who gets, like, the most development. She's the closest. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but, like, Rogue just, like, kind of does a bunch in the first X-Men movie, and then doesn't for most of the rest of those. Um, 
Maybe Dark Phoenix will be good. We'll see. Um, but, uh, so you, you take out all of these X-Men, which is a huge chunk of female characters, and, like, a lot of the ones that people would know really well. Uh, Sony has the rights to, uh, most of the non-Spider-Man Spider-Man characters. So you take out a bunch, like, Silk and Spider-Woman, you take out a bunch of those. Um, there's not, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of women. Um, and Carol, like, by all accounts, should have been a bigger character throughout most of her existence. Because she has, like, the full Superman power suite, like, plus or minus uh, a few things. Um, she can't shoot lasers out of her eyes, but she can absorb all energy and turn it into a big cool beam so like honestly i think that's better um yeah because like where the where's those lasers coming from yeah superman <laughs> yeah superman <The> sun <laughs> answer us that um she's uh she should be like consistently in discussions about like oh who who win who win a fight you know what if oh what if uh, the Flash fought Thor. Um, cause, like, a lot of the Avengers, like, aren't, like, the Marvel's, like, big-ticket Avengers, like, aren't super powerful. Like, Captain America- Hulk? Like, Hulk? The Hulk. Hulk. Hulk is the only one. Hulk is the only one. Thor's pretty good. Um, but I'm pretty sure Carol could kick Thor's ass. And, like- Carol yeah. could kick everybody's ass. Carol could kick any of their ass. Um, you know. She and can and she will. And she's <laughs> gonna save us all from Thanos. Thanks. Thanks, Carol! Um, you know, because Captain America's, like, a Superman analog in, like, personality. But as far as powers go, he's just, like, a pretty strong guy. Like, <laughs> he's just a pretty buff guy with a shield. Carol can fly... And, like, lift a bus! <laughs> and she can shoot energy beams from her hands and body! <laughs> um, so, she, like... like she, she could kick Iron Man's ass. Iron Man can do a lot of those things, but he's gotta have the suit to do it. All she's he, gotta do is get, like, an EMP sort of thing in there, and yeah. Tony's dead. To he's done. He's done. They're all done. Not that she would kill Tony, because they're friends. But... If she had to. But she could. She could. And that's what matters. Um, so it's like, it's, it's wild that, uh, a character who is this powerful has been, uh, sidelined for this long. Uh, because the only way women are allowed to be the most powerful characters and acknowledged as such is if they're, uh, you know, Jean Grey or Wanda Maximoff, and that power also makes them unstable. Oh, no. Yeah. They're as dangerous as they are powerful. Oh, no. Are they good today, or are they evil today? <laughs> Who knows? They're powerful women. <sighs> um, and, uh, Carol is, you know, like, Carol has difficulties like she can be very stubborn 
Uh, and, you know, she has some, uh, dark stuff she's dealt with. She doesn't necessarily talk about her feelings very much. Uh, but she's, you know, not, (laughs) she has never once accidentally remade reality because of how, you know, uh, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, her emotions are out of control. Um, she's, uh, she's, she's, like, a very, like, she's, super ambitious, she's, you know, kind of competitive, uh, she's a very, like, openly take-charge sort of attitude, um, and she kicks ass, (laughs) she absolutely rules, um, I can't wait to fucking see Captain Marvel on the big screen kicking ass, I cannot wait until Frickin' my my powerful mother, Carol Danvers, <laughs> kills Thanos. She kills Thanos in the first five minutes of Infinity War 2, and then the rest of the movie is everyone telling Carol how much she rules and what a good job she did. Um, it's just, in the first five minutes of Infinity War, Carol comes in, kills Thanos, fixes everything, and then everybody comes together and the rest of the movie is just like a therapy session of everybody hashing out what happened to them. (laughs) And that's where, like, all those... It's just a bunch of, like, sad vignettes. (laughs) Everyone says, okay, team, what did we do wrong? Well, we didn't call Carol from the beginning. (laughs) Well, to be fair... That one is square on Nick Fury. I don't think anybody else knew who Carol was. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. That's on that's on Nick Fury's shoulders. He should have pulled out that pager well before that movie started. Nick just like, oh, Thanos guy, huh? That sounds bad. How, in hey, Intel, how bad is this? Real bad? Okay. Hey, Carol. Hey. Hey. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, you know Jeff? You, you you know Jeff. Smart guy, right? He says it's real bad. <laughs> and I agree with him. Oh, man. Jeff says it's so, so bad out there. Jeff says we're all gonna die. <laughs> um, God. God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of her. Uh, she's really, over the past few years, she's, like become way more recognizable as Captain Marvel than uh Marvel ever was. Um also more recognizable as Captain Marvel than uh Monica Rambeau was, which is unfortunate. Um but I think she's also going to be in the new Captain Marvel movie. Um which will be good. Um but uh she's like she has like, completely made this identity her own, um, which is, like, you know, it's, it's taken them a long time to get to this point, um, but the fact that, uh, Marvel's most powerful character, uh, which I, people can fight about it in the comics, um, I think in the MCU they're making it, like, pretty, like, clear-cut, like, this this is this is it. Like this is the biggest gun we got. Um Marvel's most powerful character and also the one like 
bearing the name of the company, like, probably the one who, like, should be sort of the face of the whole thing, uh, is, is a woman. Um, and that is something. Yep. It's something. We're get, we're get, slowly but surely, we are gonna get there. Um, that's, um, that's Carol. She's very good. Uh, check out, uh, that Kelly Sue DeConnick series. Uh, check out The Life of Captain Marvel. Uh, check out the new series. Um, and, uh, you should, you should go see Captain Marvel in theaters if you really want to and if you have the means and the opportunity. Um, I always feel a little bit weird about telling people to go see a movie, uh, before it's out, and I haven't seen it, and I have no personal recommendation to give on it. Um, I think it'll be good. I really hope it's good. But also... I I also hope it's good, but if it does bad, then everybody's gonna be like, well, no more female superhero movies. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, well, it didn't work. And then everyone will be like, Wonder Woman made a billion dollars, and it was the only, like... And they're like, oh, well, it it was a fluke. That was a weird fluke. Hmm. Oh, well, I hmm. guess. No, no more. No more women. Can't do it. No one wants to see them. Um, so, if you, if you can, if you can see Captain Marvel, I think it would be cool. Um, because it's, you know, it's just, it's just the little steps we take, and then maybe someday we can have, you know, a superhero movie led by a black woman. Yes. Just, you Moon know. Night and Devil Dinosaur. <laughs> oh my god. I, that's all I want. Never mind. Cancel all the other movies. Put everything in that. <laughs> um, that rules. Um. Did I say Moon Knight? Yeah, but I <laughs> That's. <laughs> that's a different thing. I knew what you meant. I just, like, glossed over it in my head. I, I know you knew what I meant, but I'm just sitting here like, wait a second. Did I fucking say Moon Knight? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're doing really good. Um, did you have any comics you want to talk about? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. My phone hates me. I think we really we gotta wrap this up. Did you have comics you wanted to talk about? Unfortunately, no. Okay. I keep like glancing over at my stack of comics that I haven't read yet. Just like. <sighs> soon. <sighs> yeah, someday. Hopefully. Um, I actually... How about you? Yeah, I don't know if there was anything major I wanted to mention. Um, <gasps> I know, I'm, I, I read, uh, there's a new Heroes in Crisis, uh, there was a new, uh, Naomi, you know, uh, stuff is still going on, but I, I, I don't think I have anything, uh, next, next month, I know, uh, War of the Realms is popping off, uh, so it's gonna be, oh my god, uh, just us talking about the McElroy special, <laughs> that's yeah. it, that's this whole podcast, um, also I saw, <laughs> I saw Spider-Verse, uh, for a third time yesterday, newly Academy Award winning film, Congratulations. Spider yep, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I uh, 
cried more the third time than I did the other two previous times. So oh, good. It's still good. It's still good, folks. Um, but we're gonna wrap it up here, <laughs> so we can stop living in technology hell. Um, my cell phone hates me. <laughs> it doesn't want us to talk about Carol. Um, no. Thank you so so much uh, for coming with us on this journey. Uh, if you want to join us in other places. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. All those are under Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, you can join our Discord server, uh, where we will probably be talking about this movie when it comes out. You can support us on Patreon. Uh, we will, once we've both seen Captain Marvel, I think. Uh, be recording a bonus episode on that so if you want to hear all our hot fresh captain marvel film takes you can head on over to our patreon uh, and become a supporter uh if you want to leave us a rating and review that's great if you want to tell a friend that's great um you joining us every day not every day don't listen to this podcast every day that's a lot of (laughs) that's a lot of comic books but you joining us whenever you do uh, is so wonderful, and we love you. Um, thank you for joining us. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And, as always, kiss me Carol Danvers. <laughs> and Eve's phone is breaking up really bad for me, but I'm just going to say kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell.